Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. As Brendan and I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, we are on vacation this week, but we didn't want to leave you completely hanging. So we're pulling something from the Patreon archives. It's our recap that we had posted last year of Real Housewives of New York, season four, episode two, March Madness, better known to all of us as the Marriage Equality March episode. An iconic episode worth revisiting if you haven't gone back in a while. And uh, you kind of get a taste of what's going on over on Patreon. So you could check out that at comethroughqueen.com with links to the Patreon, even tons more content there. Uh, and of course, we'll see you back next week for a regular episode. But until then, enjoy. Bye. Come through, Queen. I want to see you come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is a Come Through Queen Patreon bonus episode, Love. Love oh is equal. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If that wasn't a hint for you, today we are re- doing another classic recap. Uh, this time, another Roni episode, but instead season four, episode two, March Madness, the Marriage Equality March. It's like not a deep cut, but it is in a lot of ways. Well, season four is like sort of like a lost season in a way. 
kind of but the imagery from this episode like i feel like there's a lot of stills that exist out there mm-hmm. like people are like posting gifts from this episode even not even during the marriage equality march there's like another party that's like kind of iconic sure um and all of that but i mean even before we get to the the nitty-gritty something that like jumped out to me and this might just be like a symptom of the COVID seasons is like the pace back then was very quick in terms of like, we have a lot of scenes and a lot of events in one episode. Right. We're jumping around. Yeah. Whereas like these days we're kind of milking everything we got for as much as we can. Because we have to. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, but we are, we're picking up, I mean, the, the preview actually helps a little bit. Cause like, this is the second episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that first episode was that like chaotic wedding they went to in, uh, Long Island. Where Ramona got into a fight with Cindy's brother, even though Cindy wasn't there at that wedding. Exactly. And can I say, I started Googling and schmoogling as one Wendy Williams would say, Cindy's brother. Okay. And we have a hottie in our midst, <laughs> but I will say, Google this guy. His name is, um, I forgot. I forgot his name already. Howie. Howie. Is he, uh, is he a bar shop? Howie bar shop because she was famously single. Okay. He is like short King, um, New York hot personified. Okay. But the th- like the thing is. It's like, no, it's like, it's like Mario Singer, but make him like with sharper angles. Okay. He is dating someone during this time that Mm -hmm. looks like Cindy Barshop. Her name is Carol Press. And actually I'm looking at a photo of her right now. And in this photo, in her face, she has a similar like dark hair, et cetera, like Cindy. But in her face, she looks like Andy McDowell. Weirdly. I mean, that doesn't like align with the two different images, but okay. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll show this to you. I'll I'll send it to you. But yeah, yeah. sure. Um, okay. Also, I guess important leading into this is that in the first episode, Jill and Alex were fighting over the fact that Jill was on the honorary committee for this event, mm-hmm. and most of the honorary committee allegedly is not showing up. Doesn't go or whatever. Yeah. I don't know about this kind of thing. (laughs) Despite working in the nonprofit world and like charity world um, for years, like this isn't part of my job. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like the committees come. That's like the point. (laughs) That's the point of Wanda. And like Jill does end up coming, Mm -hmm. which we'll get to, but like, all right, let's kick it off in Sonia's townhouse. Sonia this season, a very (laughs) different beast than what we have come to know. Well, like, I feel like people forget in season four, Sonia's mean. Yeah, she decided, like, to, like, (laughs) take all the good that came from season three and all, like, the fanfare and just, like, I'm going to be mean. But no one remembers or talks about Sonia being mean in season four. I know. Like, the the most it's talked about is, like, the fact that she bullied Cindy. The pecking order? Yeah. But at the beginning of season four, she was full out bullying Alex. And like, I think they ended up making up at the end and they had those two separate couches where everyone was sweaty at that reunion. Wasn't that reunion (laughs) so sweaty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I wonder, like, did did a producer like talk to her at the end and, and was like, "You gotta like <laughs> think about this." Not be mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but okay. So she's talking to. I guess it's Luke shows up first. Mm-hmm. And then Kel Bell. Yeah, and she's talking how she how she was chosen for this, and she was approached by. Mer- well, she like what's funny is like, the, like uh, Sonia and Alex go about talking about this in very different ways. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning of the episode, she's talking like many, which is like marriage equality, in New York, and then like mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, she's calling it uh, the wedding march, <laughs> which right. is not what it, it was. She, she has um, no idea. But like, but Alex is like savvy enough to like constantly be calling it like the marriage equality march. And like, it's Alex was getting the messaging memos from yeah. 2010, 2011. This was probably, this was filmed 2010, I think. Yeah. Because marriage equality became law of the land in New York in 2011, mm-hmm. famously. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I went to Stonewall. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> we were here in um, New York. Okay. No, but uh, back then I remember thinking, wow, like most of these women have the messaging pretty down pat because back then it was a lot of people talking about like gay marriage, same sex marriage. Uh, and the people within like the movements mm. were trying to get the messaging around marriage equality yes. so that like people would like really get it ingrained in their heads, what that meant. Right. Yes. yes. Um, notably missing from the first half of this episode is Ramona singer. I know Ramona just like, is different this season than any other season. Well, I think my point is, I don't think she outwardly supported this. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, of course she didn't. Because remember in the first episode, the premiere, which we didn't watch in this run-through, yeah. um, basically Alex presents the idea to, like, Ramona and Joni at, like, Ramona's, like, summer end party. Okay. And they're like, what about like a march for like capitalism or something like that? They say like something along those lines. That's not a direct quote. But I think Joni says something like that and they all laugh. So there was no way Ramona was coming to this. Yeah. Um, But even as we're getting ready, Luann is like, Alex was taking the whole thing way too seriously. It was like an infomercial for gay marriage. Wow. (laughs) It's funny that we're getting like, Two very bad looks on Lou this week between our main episode and this bonus episode. I mean, literally the point of Alex doing this on the show was actually supposed to be an infomercial for marriage equality. Like that is the point, Yolanda. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the point for both Lou and even more so Sonia was like, this is Sonia's event. Yeah, Sonia's event, like be around the gays. But, like, when Alex is even trying to talk about what we are fighting for here, Sonya's like, no, 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 we're talking about me now. <laughs> well, this season is this season is full of, like, people just dismissing Alex at every turn. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, they're trying to bully her off the show, pretty much. Well, Luann, like, has her talking points this season that she repeats twice in this episode, saying, like, Alex found her voice, and now she needs to shut up. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we get... So, and then Kelly, like, shows up, but, like, there's not really much to her involvement. She's just, like... 
Kelly's just there a lot. Along for the ride. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. Like, they seem to not want to wear the white dresses, kind of. Kind of. I mean, like, Sonia's, like, doing a bit, like, well, I can't bring my actual wedding dress out yeah. of storage. And, like, Kelly's is in a museum. Yes, yes. And Lou just wore jeans yeah. and, like, yada, yada, yada. And, yeah. like, Alex is doing this thing where she's trying to explain, like, the symbolism in her mind. Yes. Which I get. But I also, I didn't mind Lou being, like, it's camp. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's literally, like, Alex, it really is camp, sure. what you're trying to do. Sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, so let's get to the event. And Simon, I guess, met them at the event mm-hmm. in his rainbow sequined jacket. Gorgeous. And we are getting in a fight at the event over the fact that Sonia essentially made it so that Alex and Simon couldn't speak. And like mm-hmm. Alex was willing to like take a, a step back and like whatever, but like Simon wanted to speak. It's Simon's moment. Yeah. It's his moment. The thing is like, it's like, I mean, Sonia's being a monster in this situation, but yeah. so are Alex and Simon in a way um, like they're, they're pushing it a little too far. It's not about any of them. Yes. Like, hello. But like the fact that they were originally supposed to and got like knocked off the agenda kind of sucks. Sure. It sucks, but it's like, don't like pitch a fit in the middle of this event where like actual activists are like trying to like get a point across, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's where it skews to me. It's like, it takes a left turn. Like I get their point, mm. but then like, it's, if you really believe in the cause, like, Say, lost this one and step back. Yeah. I don't know. Also, like, this event, it's, like, all around me are familiar faces. Yes, yes, yes. It's, like, like, attending as many, like, protests and rallies as I have had in New York, it's all the same people all the time. And, like, God bless, like, the people who do this, like, set up and all, like, all of this kind of direct action. Yeah. But it's, like... You can go to a protest tomorrow about LGBTQ rights in uh-huh. uh, in front of Stonewall. You will see several people you saw from this event. Yeah. Um, I want to point out, we have a Bill de Blasio in his public advocate shirt. At I know. Time, I know. Which is wild to see. <laughs> and now he's the most hated mayor in New York. Maybe, I'm, or, no, sorry, most hated mayor in the U.S. Maybe after... Uh, the LA mayor, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I spotted for the first time ever in this rewatch Scott Stringer in the background between Alex and Sonia fighting. Interesting. I tweet. Oh, you didn't see my tweet. I tweet. Am I still shadow banned? Yeah, you're shadow banned from my account. Sorry. Yeah, like you could spot him like right in between the two of them. And then, of course, I mean, you and I have talked about this. Many times, the fact that Miss Peppermint is at this event. Yeah, she's there. Amazing. And, like, there's an iconic photo of her with the women. Um, Right, because she's also in a wedding dress. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the memo. She got the memo. She understood the assignment. She sure did. She needs to win an All-Star so that we can get a all top four of season nine have an All-Stars win. For sure. Um, Jill shows up. Couldn't Jill at least wear, like, a white blouse? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, it's Jill's world. We're just living. She doesn't really like. She doesn't really support. She's just showing up for like. Yeah. To make a point, Talix. I mean, Jill couldn't look more dressed down too for Jill. I know, but I mean, like, honestly, Jill probably got the memo from the actual like activists on the ground. Like, nobody dresses in a wedding dress for this kind of. Yeah. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get to the actual speech. I'm going to splice it in here just so that like it feels fresh for everyone. Okay. All right, here to kick okay, off the you. march is Sonia Tremont Morgan. We're going to lead us across the bridge. Woo! All right, so How's going? everyone doing? I can't tell you how thrilled I am to be here. And finally, I get to say something that's on my mind. Love. Love is equal. And sex, same sex marriage should also be equal. Legal. Yes, equal too, but legal. Legal, we need it to be legal. One does not wake up one morning and say, let me be gay. Let people shun me and ridicule me. I am not a second-class citizen. Okay, guys, we're going to get this bill passed. Everyone vote. Let's make it legal, and let's get the march started now. It's raining. It's raining men. I think Sonia confused marriage equality with gay pride. If you're going to go up and say, all you need is love, well, that's not the case here. All you need is the ability to get married. Let's go! One does not wake up one morning and say, let me be gay. It really is abhorrent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> go on. It's just like... She has no idea. She doesn't understand the assignment. Well, the fact that, like, she was kind of, like, spitballing it and, like, coming up with it, like, on the spot, kind of talking it through with Kelly. She's like, okay, I'm going to talk about equality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you calling her an improv queen? Is that what you're saying? Should she go to UCB? Yes. (laughs) Um I mean, no, I mean, she says, like, for the, for the Countess of Friends, like, she doesn't want a script. She wants to improv. Right. So she's always been a, an improv queen. Improv queen. Wow. Yes, and. I just, like, I, I first of all, I, I feel like we're not getting the full speech. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I, Should I, we ask many to release the speech? I would love Bimini? to see, like, the raw footage, <laughs> you know? I don't think that org exists anymore, but I'm sure we can ask someone. No, what I'm saying, it might be, like, on YouTube somewhere. YouTube was in existence back back then. Yeah, kind of. Um, so that's number one. Number two, I would love to know, like, what was the feeling, like, in the audience? On the ground? On the ground, yeah. When this I woman wonder, is speaking. <laughs> we should ask around. I'm sure we know somebody who was there. Mm-hmm. I would love it to know if, like, Peppermint even has a memory of Sonia doing this. We should ask Pep. Yeah. As if we, as if we know her. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, so we just like head on, head on the bridge, do our walk, and notably Jill Zarin is like not chanting with the other women. Alex trying to lead chants. 
But like, you gotta give Alex credit. Like, of all these women, she's the one who's actually like trying to care. She is. She is trying. I I will give it to her. But it's just like she's sadly surrounded by women who don't like her. Yeah. It's like nobody on this cast likes her, even though Ramona was pretending at the time too. <laughs> It is what it is. You don't think they, like, Ramona and her had, like, some friendship at this point or no? I don't, I don't necessarily feel like a real friendship, but I think, like, an allyship. And then I think once Alex left the show, she maybe had, like, a real kind of correspondence with Jill. Because Jill is good for, like, that, like, kind of, like, keep you in the circle thing. Yeah. I think that, honestly, I think, like, if Alex had potential with anyone, it would be Jill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, but remember when they burnt those uh, pieces oh. of paper back in the in garden? The ba- in the backyard, yeah. In the backyard. So speaking of, we make it over to the townhouse. And this Tell is, your story. This is where I have to interject. And, like, this was the first time I saw Housewives in the Wild, and they were being filmed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And this happened to be, like, my... I don't think it was my birthday exactly, but my parents were in the city to like celebrate my birthday that day. Mm-hmm. So we were like having lunch in Brooklyn and then we just happened to walk by Alex's townhouse. Okay. And it was like very confusing to me why they were wearing wedding dresses and Jill was not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You have a picture. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm going to use the picture while promoting this bonus episode. So you were walking directly in front of Alex's townhouse? Yeah. I mean, if you remember, I don't know like how familiar you, I mean, you were pretty, like you. It's off of Smith Street. Yeah. Yeah. It's off. It's like between Smith and Court. So like Court is also another like bustling uh, Mm -hmm. street. So like walking in between those two streets on one of the random side streets is not like that uncommon of a occurrence. It's just, I, I didn't even, I don't even think I realized at the time. Because, I mean, I love Roni, but I wasn't, like, checking to see where exactly they all lived. Like, I knew Alex right. lived in the vicinity. But I was like, oh, my God, she must live right here. Mm-hmm. And then I think I did do research after spotting them and figured out, like, oh, yeah, like, she lives in that townhouse. Were you living in Brooklyn already at this oh, point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had just moved. I, oh, yeah, I must have just moved, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I was in Hell's Kitchen before that, yeah. So, wow. I mean, that was like, and for this to be what they were filming was like extra special. I know. This actually was the first season where I was keeping up with like what the women were doing while filming. Mm. Weirdly, I remember hearing about the masquerade ball. Okay. They were calling, online people were calling it a masquerade ball. Yeah. Little for us to find out that it's like a sad little party in like the Cipriani vault where Sonia didn't have any uh, underwear on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Simon did have the opportunity to give his speech in the townhouse. Good. Yeah. So bravo for, bravo to Simon. And they had their gay friends in the townhouse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sonia came along even though she was angry at them. It's like, come on. Yeah. Um, then we have Sonia going over to Brian Farrell's art studio. Brian Farrell is the hottest of her boyfriends yeah, thus far. Super hot. And we recently talked about him on a main episode. And like, I 
want to like push back on what you said in terms of like them being in a relationship. It didn't seem like they were like in anything serious. It seemed like they were people who like might have effed a few times. I know, but they were like presenting them as dating and like double dating with Luann and Jock and all of that kind of stuff. And he was in last season, I think. I know, but my point was that like he was one of the many actors she has had on the show. But the best one. Okay. But I, and he stayed around for several seasons. I thought at the time, like, when we were having this conversation, you were trying to convince me that, like, oh, no, like, he was the real deal. Who knows? Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Now, I gotta say... I, can, I can't stand behind anything I say on this show. Wow, Who cares? Okay. <laughs> You're trying to, like, Barbara Walters me into, like, yes. a gotcha moment? <laughs> okay. Um, I gotta say, I loved, like, the rough sketch of Sonia more than the finished product. Oh, the finished product is scary. Because, like, the finished product is almost too finished. Like, the unfinished product looks a little more artsy to me. Both are not great. <laughs> and, like, I agree. And, like, I agree. I think I agreed with uh, some of the women. I was, like, maybe Cindy Barshop I agreed with. Like, yeah. if somebody who's, like, into me is, this is their depiction of me. Yeah. Maybe it's not the one. Maybe. And, and clearly not. So Clearly not. He's going back to the casting agency. Um, we have Sonia and Lou with a quick lunch just to, like, talk shit about Alex. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, Lou gets in her talking point for, like, the second or third time. This this entire season was about talking shit about Alex, yeah. basically. I also feel like this entire season... Actually, no, the third season as well. Like, Lou had not, like, found her place. Right, and she was so high and mighty because she was still doing this Countess thing. But, like, at this point, she's divorced. I know, but still yeah. holding on to that title. Yeah, I think, like, I think those, like, because the first two seasons, it was, like, very much, like, I am the Countess, like, married to the Count, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she didn't know where to, like, take it post-divorce. I mean, post-divorce, she was mean for a few seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like mean girl, mean girl. Yeah. Um, we have the Mr. Gucci charity event. Is Mr. Gucci okay? I mean, I'm sure he's dead now, but like, was, is he problematic? Um, I think you're thinking of Dolce & Gabbana. I know, but like a lot of the fashion people. Mm, I mean, probably, general. probably, probably. Um, but Ramona has a table. Is this the last time we ever see Joni? I don't know for sure. But it fe- but this definitely feels like late in life, Joni. We should play a game <laughs> called Where's Joni and find like every single instance where she comes up. I just love her so much. I don't, there's something about her, her Al- presence. Although like, I think she, she, I, she seems like a, a similarly bad person. Right. And when I say I love someone on these shows, I don't mean I love them. We know that we don't stand. Yeah. Um, Do you think Joni and Mario ever did SE? Oh, maybe that's why, like, she was cut out of Ramona's life. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Kelly's showing up. Now, like, I... She says she was invited by Mr. Gucci, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems as though she doesn't have a table to sit at. Right, but Mr. Gucci will let her sit anywhere. Okay, yeah. And then, like, if Ramona had an extra spot, like, why didn't she invite somebody else? 
Well, she didn't have an extra spot. It felt like they were like pushing in another chair. For oh, Kelly. okay, okay. There was like some mention of like ripping up a a place, a place setting. I don't know. No, 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 no. Ramona said she had another. She had an extra place card in oh. her like purse or whatever when she heard Kelly. Well, this was actually Joni stirring the pot. Yeah, yeah. Joni was the one who informed Ramona that Kelly was coming and that like she needed to figure it out. Yeah. Um, this is definitely an episode I've seen several times and this might've been the first time it registered with me. Cause it was so quick that Kelly called Joni Pocahontas. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Um, we, oh, and then it's like, so Sonia shows up ice cold to Alex. Mm-hmm. Ramona essentially tells Sonia right there. And then what Alex just told her. Wild. Which is a mess. Yeah. Ramona, like, this season, there's something about, like, the way she styled herself that, like, she thought she was, like, evolving Pokemon from season three mm. in a way that it's, like, it didn't hit the same, you know? Well, season three was, like, short and fun, and then season four was, like, a more, um, like, more age-appropriate look for her mm-hmm. than what she was going for in season three. I think I'm just so used to Ramona now that Mm. seeing her back then is like kind of jarring because she dresses younger and presents herself younger. Now, how many years later? Yeah. I think that's the case for like a lot of these women. Yeah. But I mean, like Lou's always been kind of like a similar note all the time. Uh, I think like her transformation has been a little bit more subtle. Mm hmm. Um, we have like one of those zippy scenes and like, it's strange that this zippy scene was like actually content heavy in terms of like talking about Cindy Barshop's laser business. Oh yeah. Instead of just being like a kooky, like throwaway. I know we got to get the people into what, what's the business called? Oh, I forgot. What? I think she's moved on from that business and now has another one. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we end it with the art party. Honestly, my art pop could mean anything. This might be like the meanest we've ever seen, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, probably. So like, you know, obviously Alex lost her mind, right? Mm-hmm. But Alex was showing up ready to just like be a guest. And Sonia was the one who kind of like was like, okay, we got to talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. And then Sonia didn't like what she was getting back. It just evolved into, like, weird yelling. And this is why it's, like, neither of y'all really get the point of what you were showing up to do that day. Uh-huh. But, like, the the stuff that Sonia's saying is, like, <laughs> New York loves loves her gays. Get over this. It's the wedding march. <laughs> I will say, I do, one of my cover photos on Facebook a few years ago was Sonia saying, New York loves their gays. Yeah, yeah. You got to put up like fun content on your Facebook cover photos so people <laughs> wow. like you. Wow. So people like you. Wow. wow, wow. Yeah. Um, I loved going back to this moment in time. It feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> I need to, before we go from this though, I think when I think of the art party and what I think is actual art mm. is Alex walking out of that house mm. and she's standing right in front of that parking garage. Yeah. Talking on the phone to Simon yep. with that 
harsh parking garage light just streaming on her. Yeah. That to me is art. <laughs> that what that should have been what was on display inside the town. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just so crazy. That townhouse next to that garage, like despite being next to the garage, worth like millions and millions of dollars. I mean, I I couldn't live next to a garage. Yeah. I mean, I guess convenience. I but for if you're parking in that garage, but like yeah, I mean, like she like she obviously doesn't have like a driveway or a private garage so like if she's zipping and doing out of out of uh that garage zipping and doing yeah 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 wow what what a flashback so much fun uh we hope you enjoy the journey what a great episode as we kick off pride month here wow wow right and obviously we would love to hear um sound off like any classic episodes you would like for us to revisit Obviously, I feel like we're due for like a good Atlanta one. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We should definitely venture out of New York, although like New York is definitely a, a, a our playground, <laughs> our playground. Yeah, but comment in like the Patreon comments of this post and let us know like where we should, what episode we should be taking a look at. But until then, bye, bye. Come through, Queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.